0: Hi, everyone. This is Chris. Thanks for listening. If you like our content, be sure to check out our website at flashfantasypodcast.com. Now, without further ado, here's the Riftwalkers. Riftwalkers.
1: Still separated on different planes of existence, the Riftwalkers are each trying to overcome their own challenges to getting home. Reese, Lyrian, and Ephron are trapped in Nakmatera's plane, while Luca, Val, and Mick may have just found a way out of Ayueti's plane, but at what cost? In the twilight moonlands of Nakmatera's plane, Rhys, Lyrian, and Ephron search for some sort of indication that they're going in the right direction. The only clue given to them is that the moon shone from behind this mysterious shard of a blade able to break curses and free them and hopefully their friends. I guess
2: then everybody is just trekking up the mountains looking for a pedestal, but still heading towards the moon because if you head towards the moon, then the moon's always going to be
3: behind whatever you come across.
1: It's not too hard, actually, to find different stone way markers along your way. As you continue along, there are pretty clear instructions on the first few, but as you reach a larger stone, this one with sanguine script written upon it, the lines and etchings of the quote-unquote map that is upon it are not indecipherable, but would take some investigative prowess.
4: Lyrian would like to examine these further.
1: All right. You are unable to read the script, that's for sure, but you think after a little bit of time you might be able to decipher what landmark lines up with what symbol and whatnot. Was that it? That was it?
4: I turn to Ithron and Reese and say, if you give me a bit of time, I think I can figure out what these are referring to.
2: Very good. And the script, is that still legible? Yes. Okay. Then Nefron's just going
3: to
1: read the script and see if that provides any clues to help speed up the process. It doesn't provide much of a clue, more so a warning, in which it says, To an ancient vault I mark the way, but look too close and my paths fade. Classic riddle. Okay, we just gotta not look at the path. Reese (laughs) then tears off a piece
5: of his cloak and ties it around his eyes. But his eyes holes burn through (laughs) it so he can still see. So
4: he's kind of like, darn it.
1: All right. Well, then, Lyrian, why don't you do an investigation check on that one? 21. It doesn't take you long, maybe 10, 15 minutes, to decipher what lines up with what between the landmarks nearby and the depictions on this stone, as you're pretty confident where you can find the next waystone that will lead you toward this vault, as it mentioned.
4: I relay the information to Ifran and Reese. so... They have an idea of what exactly I'm planning on doing and right. where we're going.
2: Efron tells the others to just make a mental note of the landmarks and their relative positions in case we get some weird, shifty stuff
3: going on later ahead because he tells them about the riddle that he read or the warning that he read on this tablet. I'm assuming that Lyrian and Reese are okay with this, but we all head towards the next waypoint.
5: Yes.
4: Yeah, Lyrian's okay with that. He also made a, a note of the position in his book from where they were at. Just kind of a
5: side note for Reese, since he is very clearly not as superior with maps and wayfinding in this terrain as Lyrian is, and he also can't read or speak the language like Efron can, he's being pretty introspective during this time. The name Nachmatera keeps on going through his brain, and he's reflecting on like his feeling of distance from his patron god, but he's kind of reaching out to that feeling that he felt back at the tower with the ravens circling above of just like something out there and not necessarily anything in particular but he's trying to see if he can maybe make some sort of connection to this deity figure of the realm
1: it isn't long before you find another one of these marker stones containing another
2: intricate map of the terrain Lyrian, i believe there is another map here that requires your expertise
4: Lyrian approaches it, and uh, I'm assuming that there's probably another inscription, and asks Efron to translate it for him.
2: So, Lirian, then roll
1: another investigation check. 22. All right. So, with this one, it takes a little longer, maybe up to a half hour before you're able to decipher exactly where to go next. But, as you do, you can plainly see the next area that you have to venture to. You may lead your party further
4: if you so desire. So it is getting harder because it took me longer to decipher.
3: Now, is there another warning on this one or is it the same? Yeah, there hasn't been text on the second
4: one. All right, cool. We must go this way if we are to continue on this path.
1: And everybody follows him. Perhaps an hour passes in time. You're not quite sure just because of the stillness of the sky above. Even the clouds seem to have not moved. And as you look above you, you also note that the ravens have disappeared as you approach the third waystone, it is a bit larger than the first two with a map that seems to be encoded somehow mm-hmm. encoded the closer you look more it
3: disappears i think that was word for word verbatim what it said
4: Yeah, that's true.
5: (laughs) I mean, what I I have written down is to a vault I mark the way, look close and something, something, something. (laughs) Ah.
4: (laughs) So the part that we
5: needed.
1: It's good. (laughs) Really caught that one. Are you going to do the same rigmarole?
4: Yeah. Lyrian. he glimpses at it, takes note, and then investigates further. Okay.
1: Roll investigation. Nat 20. Are you serious?
4: Nice. 27 is my total.
1: So this one, you sit around for about 30 minutes before you actually can start playing it out in your mind and connecting the dots and drawing in the dirt beneath you until you finally come out with a correct version of this map that will then lead you to what it seems to be the final waystone before the vault.
4: If only I saved the nat 20 for the final <laughs> waystone.
1: Or maybe the final waystone's right outside the vault. You oh, know? yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. We'll hope that's the case. <laughs> I tell Rhys and Ifran, and I assume we start heading that direction.
1: Yeah, and honestly, you are able to make it there in record time, and you see the final waystone standing before you. Uh, Reese, real quick, he's going to have a little conversation with them, mainly Ifran, but also Lyrian, because
5: Lyrian was able to tell that this is like the final waystone, right? Yes. Ifron, you mentioned something about the deity of this realm, this Nach What is this... Being's disposition towards mortals. It didn't seem like those people we talked with earlier were in a very good circumstance. What do you think we should expect by going on?
2: Magmatera? if you uh, follow the sanguine virtues, is the virtue of breath and thought. However, to humans, she is the valor of forbidden knowledge and the void. The sanguins that we met in the valley, they said that their curse came upon them because they dared to seek after forbidden knowledge, and Nakmatera gave them a glimpse into the void. Now they are cursed to be neither dead nor living. They simply exist in the valley. They cannot leave. If I were to guess, we might be faced with temptations. When we find this vault, we might be presented with knowledge that seems desirable to us, Something we hope to find, but surely the knowledge comes at a price. Or perhaps it is simply a vote that holds the shard. I do not know. I am not very familiar with this realm.
5: And you assume this shard does not belong to this category of forbidden knowledge? That we are not cursing ourselves
2: by seeking it out? I do not believe so. I do not believe this shard is of Nakmatera herself. The Sanguine said that the shard is a single piece of a larger blade and that the blade was split up between the five virtues so that no one virtue may have power over the other. I do not think that obtaining this shard would pose a risk, at least not a risk from Nakmatera. Perhaps there is some greater curse associated with the blade itself. But if it is possible to obtain a shard from one of the other virtues, I do not believe we will suffer the same fate as the people in the valley.
5: Well, perhaps we can think about the other shards once we free ourselves of our current circumstance very well then i merely wanted to ask the question before venturing on
2: yes a good question lyrian how is the final waypoint coming lyrian roll investigation 23
1: so a line of script appears above the map and the lines in the map sort of dissolve a little bit what does the line of script say does Illyrian tell Efron that?
4: <laughs> oh, can he, I, I assumed he was looking at this with us. Yeah,
1: Ephron turns his attention to the waypoint and sees the line of script and reads it. And it says, Folly in your interpretation, find again the right location. So, it sounds
4: like I butched
1: that roll, guys. Sounds like we're in the wrong place. Well, because you, you would have had to present some sort of conclusion or map to the stone. To receive that answer, as you did for the ones before.
4: Okay, Lyrian, seeing that he has done something wrong, goes back and works at it again.
1: Okay, roll another investigation
2: for me. Nat twenty.
1: Woohoo! Oh, <laughs> yeah! Come check it out.
6: All right.
2: Yeah, I see it. It's a nat twenty, guys. Don't worry. We'll take a picture of it and send it to
1: you.
4: <laughs> That's a twenty-seven total.
1: The lines on this map seem to come back into a more clear embossment of what the path is and you see that the way forward won't be as clear as you had hoped after deciphering all of these waystones but you do have a good mind for your destination so as you set out i will require you to do a perception check you can get bonuses based on the stones that you deciphered you'll get a plus 14 to your bonus jeez
4: Freaky, yeah.
5: nice, holy guacamole! Sweet,
1: this is why we pay Leary the big bucks. So one of you do perception and add fourteen to it. Lyrian, why don't you do it? You've been on a hot streak. You're a ranger, Lyrian. That was an eighteen. So you guys are pretty hot it streak. It was nineteen. Eighteen plus
3: fourteen plus eight. What is it? A really high number. It's forty. Forty total. Jeez,
6: Louise.
1: Okay, sorry. Need the forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> Back in Ayueti's plane, Luca has fallen to the ground after being branded by the blacksmith. And she just made her remark to Val about the weakness of little ones. Luca's body has
5: just been thrashed through this campaign. <laughs> Honestly. It's a
1: miracle not gonna lie.
3: Luca's got a little bit of a death wish. A redeem of a mock wish, or save of a mock wish. But also a little bit of, what am I doing here?
4: What? Suicide oh, yeah,
3: mission. He's got a bit of a suicide mission mentality, yeah.
6: Val will kneel down next to Luca to make sure that he is, like, I mean, he's obviously not okay, but at the same time while Val is doing that, he will cast message to Mick again and say, Do you want to get in on this somehow? I don't know. I Do you want me to make you not invisible? Perhaps you should go out and come in and you'll be like,
0: Oh, yes, so there you are. <laughs> 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 No, I, I think in these cases, I don't think that that would be the best idea. Perhaps I can observe from afar, but close. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm God. invisible. Anyways, but what I can do, what I can do is this. I can bring my jacket and put it over the shoulders of our good friend to comfort him. Or not.
3: <laughs> Jack, it's not invisible anymore.
0: <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Yes, I don't think that would be a good idea. But like I said, I will remain invisible.
6: Okay, you want you want to stay invisible? Yes. Okay. You can be invisible for an hour. I can cast it on you again when we get to that point. But um, just so you know, if you attack or cast spells or do anything, it will break.
0: Do anything?
6: Well, I mean, like, do any... like.
0: Don't cast... flatulate. <laughs> what? I'm rooting too in... In
6: game terms, if you attack or cast a spell, the invisibility will break. But you can, like pick locks and things
0: okay yeah
1: cool
6: or make skill checks
1: so the blacksmith she sheds her robe which then forms into this massive pair of wings on her back again you see her exposed strange muscly sinewy body and she holds out a hand one for val and one for luca and she says grab hold then it is time we flew
0: I hold on to Val as tight as I can.
6: <laughs> Val was going to gesture like at his waist very vehemently.
3: <laughs> Luca is kind of dazed, but he sees Val doing that, and he thinks, oh, "I mean, if he's doing it, then I guess." And he doesn't have a particularly strong grip. Actually, no, he's he's coming back. He's coming back to himself. He's okay. Yeah, let's do this. That that hurt like crazy.
1: I mean, even if you don't, the blacksmith sure does. <laughs> That's fair. Big lady. (laughs) So she kind of gets into a little squat and then her wings go up and flap down as she leaps into the air a good 60 feet or so. (laughs) And then realizes Val is a lot heavier than she thought.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm an Elvoretta, I'm very large. (laughs) Back a lot
1: of muscle. (laughs) And then begins carrying the, I guess, two visible and one invisible of you toward the nearest peak in her little valley. She looks down toward Luca momentarily, and she says, I hope the brand did not hurt too much. I can't say it was a pleasant experience. But you are now indebted to me. I hope you understand this. When I call you, you will answer. When you call, I will come. I wish I could help you more. And she gets a little, like, ping of sadness in her voice. You have been through difficult times. I can feel it in you, especially with that mark on your forehead. It is not a good mark. One should never associate with murals. Though they portend to do Vale's bidding, they do not. Vale would never stoop so low as to employ such wretched creatures.
3: I don't know who Vale is or anything from this. The series of choices that brought me to this point... Well, I can't say that I've enjoyed my journey here, and honestly, I see little opportunity to enjoy it in the future, but perhaps I can find my way to a better, more civilized employ.
1: What do you mean by that, civilized?
3: Well, where I come from, you don't typically brand people to let them know that you owe them a debt. Often, a man's word is enough, but I understand that things... Wherever we are, and beings, such as you, have different ways. I just don't see them as
1: civilized. Perhaps where you come from, words carry more power? Where I come from, there is no power beyond words and a sword. Very interesting. So, there is no intent, then?
3: No. Where I am from, we don't have wonders such as those of intent. I've
1: seen it worked and found it alarming, yet fascinating. Of course it is fascinating. It is the power to realize your desires in the material world. I'm sure your friend here, and she cocks her head over to Val, has much that he could show you. Show me? Without a doubt. Whether or not I can learn it is the question, and... No, 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 of course not. You are human. You have no connection to the essence of the world.
3: I seek none. The essence of this world has only brought me
1: sorrow. All right, she turns back to just flying ahead. She does not acknowledge you any further. What a grumpy guy to have as your flying partner. Am
3: I right, people? Man, total killjoy.
6: Mick is invisible. Mick would be the best conversationalist here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Miss, Mick would be like, of course,
0: intent. I just, you just feel me getting a tighter grip on your waist. Like, I just want to talk. Mick <laughs> sense it. I, Val
6: Valcast's message and says, you can. Uh, do you want to talk to me?
0: <laughs> well, yes. I mean, I've been having a rough day. Nobody's asked me oh. about it. <laughs> We've all been having rather a rough
6: day, Mick. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, thank
0: you. Oh, darling, you're so lovely. <laughs> thank you, Val. I, I appreciate that.
1: I love so Did Em and die? Oh, <laughs> <that
0: happened. laughs> Mick is everything I wish I could be
6: in
1: life. Oh,
0: yeah.
6: Val will continue to message Mick as as we fly.
1: Yes, let's. Yes, as a, as a courtesy. <laughs>
6: no, as as genuine interest and love.
1: Oh. <laughs> so
3: just to just to sum up, Val and Mick are having a delightful conversation, possibly
1: about that game. Yes. <laughs> so as you eventually reach the peak of this mountain, there is a nice plateau area flattened off where you can safely land, and she puts you down. The wind is. Settled for now, but you can see in the distance that huge storms are brewing with just tornadoes of ice and snow cutting at the rocks of cliff faces beyond. She, she sets down and she lets you go. And she starts looking around and she says, It must be here. Yes, it's here somewhere. And she starts brushing away huge swaths of like snow that have covered some rock below you.
6: Do you need help looking for something?
1: I am looking for... There was a lock somewhere here. Is it magic? Mm, I do not believe so. Mechanical in nature. Ayuetti was fond of his different machinations. Though anything that is mechanical, she kind of just like rubs her fingers together, I can deal with. If I find it, I will be able to open it. And we will be able to go inside. However, this will take some time. And I must have complete concentration.
6: I I will help you look if you will tell me what it is.
1: No, 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 no. Your hands are not as deft as mine. I would need you to actually deal with those. Oh, no. (laughs) And she points off uh, kind of really like nonchalantly over your shoulder. I look. (laughs) And you see two beings similar to her, a little smaller maybe only around 10 feet tall, their wings still unfurled, both of them male-appearing. Luca, who had been
3: rubbing snow into his burnt cheek because it felt good, <laughs> it's now pleasantly numb, drops it and pulls out his rapier, ready to go. And Mick is just chilling invisible, yep. making you... an indentation <laughs> in the snow that he, we're just hoping the lady doesn't, lady doesn't notice.
6: Mick can step exactly in Val's footprints. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, are these two figures that are coming, are they do they appear hostile?
1: They are hefting large axes.
0: Cool. cool. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> Very
6: <laughs> So that's
3: that's what that's what Val likes. Val likes large, strange <laughs> dude appearing <laughs> things strange with dudes. wings wielding large axes. That's his particular <laughs> brand of interest. What really got him was it's... the
0: axe part. <laughs> you don't know what Val likes. <laughs> Val literally said axes, and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's sexy, though. So.
3: <laughs> whoa, 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 we weren't the ones that said sexy. Val was the one that said sexy. Laurel
6: said sexy. <laughs> Val did not say anything. Oh, okay, Val so hold on. Like,
3: so it's actually Laurel who likes
6: <laughs> <axes>. <laughs> Okay,
0: okay, okay. You don't
3: usually uh, yes. see
0: that. in You, you can't know, see it on this camera,
3: light. but she has a sexy lumber chopper. <laughs>
6: Uh, Uh, Calendar up on the wall. Lumberjack Lumberjack
3: with a massive axe, just like hanging on the
6: wall.
0: I regret so much. And he ripped his own sleeves off. Yes.
1: Okay. (laughs) It's too hot
0: outside. All right. (laughs)
3: Interesting tangent.
1: These two (laughs) figures, um, (laughs) as Luca pulls out his rapier, they both look at each other and
3: begin to guffaw. They can get far the crap out of it. So I hit him with five D six extra damage.
1: (laughs) Once they settle down a bit, they start lumbering toward you and they call out to your flying companion to say, Hey, blacksmith, what have you brought here now? What new quarry? And she just like waves her hand dismissively and looks right at Luca. Who's probably still closest to her. And she says, send them away, please.
6: Before you walk up to them, Luca can Val cast fireball?
1: <laughs> Val can do a ton
3: of stuff Luca Luca is really more in of a defensive position. He's cool. got some distance between him and the backsmith, but he's more than willing to let them come to him though that's probably a bad idea with these gigantic axes. Like and they got, they got, they got a lot of reach on them. That's all is I'm saying. Is this one
4: of those situations in which you have to, you know, you've been called and you must answer?
3: Well, that was kind of my thing. Is I, I was, I was wondering, do I feel any surge of power or something <laughs> kind of through this mark and bond? Like, do I have a way? She said, "You said send them away." No, you don't feel any invigoration.
6: Valcas fireball.
3: <laughs> so wait, she's calling the favor already? No, she didn't. Oh. I was about to say, dang, what was the point of the brand? She's like, dang it. like t- Two seconds later, like,
1: okay, I'm calling it in. You're going to have that forever, though. <laughs> All right, what do they need to beat, Laurel?
6: Dexterity saving throw, my DC's 17.
1: All right, one of them rolled a 16, and one of them rolled a 1.
6: Heck yeah! <laughs> 31 points of damage. Nice.
1: Okay, so as your fireball streaks across this snow, melting it as it goes... It blasts right into these two and explodes in this burst of flame. After the fire and smoke clears and is extinguished mostly by these cold winds, little bits of flame still licking at the snow at their feet, they seem entirely unfazed. Great.
6: <laughs> Love that for me. Are they are they unfazed and uninjured?
1: And uninjured, yes. Dang it. And one of them steps forward until he's maybe five feet, no, ten feet from you, pretty close, and then the other one is still sticking back. And he kneels down, and he looks you right in the eye, and he says, do you want to try that again? Luke would like to try to stab this guy in the eye. All right, roll for a check.
0: 20. This table is hot, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> hot. <laughs> hot.
3: As long as I don't roll anything, I have been rolling phenomenally bad lately, so... If we keep the rolls on that side of the table, I think we're in business. Yeah, We're
1: moving. <laughs> so as Luca lunges past Val and stabs his rapier into this being's eye, a fount of blood erupts on Val as oh. the rapier goes clean through into his head and a spout of blood just showers the both of you. He then recoils, screaming and standing. Dropping his axe and backpedaling ten feet before falling onto his back, still gripping his bleeding eye.
3: First of all, gotcha, suck. Luca doesn't say this, but this is this is this is Ammon speaking to Val. And I understand we're having to break a fourth wall to do this. I'm really sorry about that. That's going to be really hard to get out of your clothes. You had such a nice like white shirt on. I
6: do have really nice I'm... clothes
3: on. <laughs> <laughs> terribly embarrassed as as the player of the character who just made that happen to you terribly
4: embarrassed it makes a r- nice contrast to the hair you know it's the <laughs> Highlights a little pop of color it's the dark lights actually it's it's dark <laughs> it's
0: like ronald mcdonald um... but the opposite
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> oh. i am the okay. clown.
1: it's
0: fine
4: luca
1: stepping forward leave here uh the other one comes forward and he takes one of his axes. He has two, like, little pairs of hatchets. okay. I mean, the hatchets are probably still, like, you know, half my size. (laughs) And he swings one at Luca. Please whiff it. And he... Let's see. Does 22 hit you?
3: No, no, it doesn't. No. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, I was... What are you wearing? joking entirely. What is my armor class? Yeah, my armor class is a full uh, almost 10 beneath that, so... (gasps) I guess only six beneath it, but yeah.
1: With his axe swing, he deals 38 damage.
6: Ooh, boy.
3: Are you dead? It's a major wound.
1: Ooh, he chops your head clean off. (laughs) But you're still alive for 10 seconds. (laughs) Oh, look. (laughs) So you kind of duck back, and his axe comes down and chops off your leg just below the knee, your left leg. Oh, fuck. Luca
3: reacts a little bit more strongly to losing his leg wow. than he did to losing his oh, pinky. Oh
1: man, you're gonna he definitely have a didn't pet like leg. That, But I do need to know <laughs> if he swings again before I give an actual reaction. No, so so this is what happens. It doesn't go clean through your leg. It like hits your leg and then it shatters the bone. And if your calf is I don't know ten inches in diameter, it goes through eight of those ten inches. Oh. And so your leg is still dangling there. Um, spurting blood.
0: I don't like that. And he
1: just says, that was my brother, you little shit. So he's not going to swing with the other one. No, no. He only, he only unsheathed
3: one. Luca is deeply in shock. But is going to lash out and swing at him with his rapier stabbing for him.
4: <laughs> the rebuttal attack. <laughs> wow.
3: Okay. No, no, so like this is, this is Luca is about to pass out from blood loss because he just cut a major artery in his body, but <laughs> luckily I'm pretty sure Val can cauterize that with Please. a slick fireball.
1: I swear. <laughs> <laughs>
6: 31 damage. We'll <laughs> just pull him up right to the edge of the radius.
1: <laughs> Roll with Disadvantage.
6: Oh, it's a nat one!
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh! Too much luck, it overloaded. You cut the rest of your leg off in the tent. <laughs> you flail,
1: and
3: as you flail, your leg twitches up, and you cut the last two inches.
1: So yeah, I just rolled a nat one on that one. Uh, oh. Gosh. As Lucas stumbles forward, attempting to get another hit, and maybe even blind this second giant flying man, he falls tripping on some stone and whatnot just beneath the snow. And as he crashes down, your severed leg goes forward and it connects with the rock underneath the snow, pushing your shattered bone deeper inside your knee as you feel the muscle tear and rip and take an additional eight damage. Oof. Um, Ow. If this number is correct, which I have written down, um, I'm pretty sure I have
3: about 10 HP left out of 75. (laughs)
0: Dane, Luca, you were, like, taking it seriously. Well, okay,
3: so she said, get him out of here. I feel like my action was a reasonable response.
0: You could say, hey, get out of here. I did, after <laughs> I stabbed him in the
3: eye. Hey,
1: beat it, you punks!
0: <laughs>
3: I like, you I are care. the lady!
1: Get out of here! <laughs> get off I gotta my on.
0: It's like, take care of business.
1: As Luca starts to fade into bloody unconsciousness, do, do Val or Mick wish to do anything?
0: I have something, but Mick, what would you like to do? Um, I was thinking of casting a spell, but I still want to remain visible. I mean, invisible. So I guess the only thing I can do is kind of make sure that Luca's not still in harm's way or is still like hurting himself accidentally. I know he's prone, right?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm prone, basically unconscious. Lying as the last of my lifeblood spurts out of my severed leg. Yeah. Even with it not being completely severed, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's unlikely, especially after shattering it against that rock, that uh, you're going to be able to sew that one back on. I'm doubting the efficacy of magic at this point.
0: Oh, um, you want me to cut it off? No, no. no
3: okay. No need. <laughs> Feel no need to make the wound worse.
0: Okay. Maybe we
3: should let a trained professional handle this.
0: <laughs> Is there hey, a doctor in the house? Tra- Yeah, so I just see what I could do for Luca without revealing that I'm invisible and that I'm there. That's all I do, but go ahead. Okay. Ryan,
6: can I make like a little, I don't know, Arcana check or something to see if the fireball was ineffective because it was intent or if the fireball was ineffective because they don't get hurt by fire?
1: Uh, Yes, you can make said Arcana check.
0: Okay, because that will affect what I do
1: yeah, and Chris, if you wanted to do a medicine check on Luca,
0: Oh yeah, I forget that that's okay.
1: So you can reduce that major to a minor wound.
0: <laughs> um, I didn't do too well. I did a 12.
1: All right, you're unable to render any meaningful assistance.
0: I put a bandaid on it. So what? <laughs> Kiss it better,
1: Laurel. What is Val going to do?
0: Um,
6: well, I rolled a big old two, so seven total. <laughs> so I assume I don't know much.
1: Your results are inconclusive.
6: Surprise. Okay. Well, then they're already pretty hostile towards us, so I don't think this is going to necessarily like draw extra ire by any means. But I'm going to attempt to cast charm person on the non-eye poked out one. He has advantage on his saving throw because we are fighting.
1: You don't say. Okay.
6: (laughs) Wisdom save. DC 17.
1: All right. That first one was a two and a six. (gasps) So two.
6: Is he charmed by me?
1: It is Charmed. Oh, okay, great. You couldn't have done that before I cut off my leg.
6: I didn't know that they were going to be immune to Fireball.
3: And that's she fair. didn't know that you were going to stab the first one in the eyes. So. Yeah, that was that's what I was going to bring up. And It's not like I gave her a lot of heads up.
6: Just <laughs> dubs
1: he might swing that axe at my leg to chop it off. Yeah. How long is he Charmed for? Uh, an hour. Upon being charmed, he kind of blinks as if he were in a stupor before. And he looks down at Val and he kind of gives a nice little smile. And then he looks slightly past you to uh, Luca, who is, you know, bleeding in the snow. And he's like, oh, oh, damn, I did that. I'm so sorry. Oh, gods above. I'm, God. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And he kind of like <laughs> turns around and hurls a bit. <laughs> 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 and he's dropped his axe and his other brother's like, you idiot, what are you doing? He's a little further away. So with your newly charmed giant friend puking not too far away from you, his brother screaming to attack, the blacksmith actually walks up and kneels down right behind Val, placing a hand awkwardly on your back slash shoulder. And she looks between you and Luca and the indentation where Mick is kneeling beside Luca <laughs> <laughs> yeah the snow right. is our real enemy here and she says I um I opened the vault but it seems you've made the right mess of things
6: <laughs> well you could have given us better instructions I'd...
1: there there and she gives you a nice pat and then she stands up cracks her knuckles and starts walking toward the two others